This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm so glad to welcome onto the podcast, John Murkison. John is the director of the Austin Stone Institute, the equipping ministry of the Austin Stone Community Church in Austin, Texas. He has been serving at the Austin Stone for 17 years, spending his first 12 in children's ministry before moving to his current role. He and his wife, Sarah, have four girls and enjoy exploring Austin and spending time playing games and watching movies together. And John, I've known of you for a while, but I'm so glad to officially meet you and to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Likewise. Thanks for uh, having me here. Pleased to do it. Absolutely. I'm thrilled and I'm thrilled to hear what verse you have for us today. Yeah, so today, um, the verse I've chosen to, to talk with you about is Matthew twenty-eight twenty, which is the second part of uh, the very popular Great Commission verses, uh, specifically the part that says, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. And remember, I'm with you always to the end of the age. All right, so this is a very familiar verse, but Correct. you're picking up at the end of what we call the Great Commission. So before we get into this, why don't you just kind of give us a running start? Sure. What is the Great Commission, and how does this part of the verse fit in with what came before? Be glad to do it. Um, so this is some of Jesus' last words before he ascends into heaven after his death and resurrection, speaking to his disciples and sort of giving a, a commissioning. That's why we it's often termed the Great Commission. And he is giving them marching orders, as it were, to, to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then this part, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And so the reason that I wanted to talk on this verse and the second half of that verse is because I do think that it gets a lot of airplay, as it should, the Great Commission. And But I think most often when I hear it preached on, spoken on, written on even, the emphasis is on the first part, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And right. it usually has an evangelistic impetus, as mm. it should. That's what he's doing. He's starting the church. He's telling these, these 12 disciples plus the several dozen others that are around at the time to go and spread the word. This is where the church starts. He, he commissions them to wait on the Holy Spirit and then to go out and spread the word. And they do that. Um, and so evangelism is certainly part of it. But too often, I fear that sometimes we think once we have shared the gospel, people have accepted it, that the job is done. But his commissioning uh -huh. is much greater than that. It's not simply to make disciples and baptize them. It is then to teach them to obey all that I've commanded. And that's what I've really felt called and focused my life on mm -hmm. is first in children, but now for people of all ages to, right. to seek to obey that part of the Great Commission. So evangelism is like the starting line of the race, right. but then there's more after that, isn't there? And that's where your verse is pointing us to. So let me read it again. And then John, why don't you just dive in and tell us like, what is this verse saying? So this is Matthew, the very last chapter, chapter 28, and the very last verse, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. All right, John, you're a teacher. Uh, unpack this. What's this verse saying? Well, the them that it talks on teaching them is all nations, people of all nations. So there's there's really no limit to who he's speaking of when it says to teach them. Hmm. Jesus is saying anybody, any person, anyone who has life and breath, uh, that is the people that we're called to make disciples of. 
and not just to, and when we say make disciples, it's not just evangelism, like I said, not just baptism. It's also to disciple them. Discipleship starts with evangelism, starts with sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. but it continues throughout all of life because he says to teach them to obey all that I have commanded you. And even if you just took all that I commanded you to mean the, the so-called red letters of the Bible, the words Jesus actually spoke, mm-hmm. that would be a, a full-time job in and of itself. That would take all of discipleship by itself. Um, but on top of that, Jesus is God, is God's son. Um, and the Bible is the word of God spoken to us. So in a way, logically, you could say that all of the Bible is the words of God, the, the, all that Jesus commanded us. But even if we didn't want to make that logical leap, he also many times when he was here on earth talked about, hey, haven't you read this? Or right. you, have, you have followed the law and so you should have. And mm-hmm. so even Jesus, the things he said on earth are saying that all the scriptures, all the law and the prophets apply here and we should follow them. So really our calling as followers of Christ is to look at anyone in front of us, anyone we come across, our families, our friends, our communities, yes, those that may read a blog post we write, those that may read a resource that we write, those that we may encounter in chance and passing in our communities as we check out the grocery store. We're called to make disciples of them, to start by sharing the gospel, and then whether they're Christians or not, to disciple them, to teach them all that, all that he has commanded you. So that is the call, and it's big, and it hmm. can be intimidating, and it can seem overwhelming, at least it can to me which is why the end of the book is so important, which is, and remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Hmm. Uh, This is not something we can cross our to-do list. This is not something that we can marshal resources and say, if I do A, B, and C, then I'll have accomplished this task. Hmm. This is something that's going to take all of our life and all of our effort, and we can't do it on our own. And so the fact that Christ is with us as we try to pursue this call is incredibly comforting. And it's the only way that I can approach this first without feeling overwhelmed, knowing that the Lord is with me. So John, earlier I mentioned that you've been in ministry there at Austin Stone Community Church for 17 years, but I don't think you're thinking about this verse as something that's done by people who are uh, employed by a church or a pastor. Sure. When we think about teaching today, we think about, oh, well, I have a Sunday school teacher or my pastor, he teaches us. But this verse is asking all Christians to do something. Can you unpack a bit of what Jesus is calling us to do? Like, you know, what if someone's never been to Bible college or they're a new Christian or maybe they're uh, in elementary school or middle school or high school? Like, how do they process what Jesus is saying to them? It's a great question, champ. Um, I am so glad you asked it because I don't want people to think that this verse is only for those who are called and invited into full-time ministry, parachurch or otherwise, it is for every believer to follow because he gave it to all of the disciples that were present with him at his resurrection. So it is for all of us to to pursue and to follow. And so the first thing is in order to teach them to obey all that I've commanded, you have to yourself be a learner, yourself be a disciple, put yourself in the place of learning what Christ has commanded, and then to share it. You don't have to wait till you've mastered something to teach it. If If that were true, none of us would teach anything uh, from (laughs) scrambling an egg to math to what God has commanded. You take what you do know and you share it forward. So I would encourage every Christian, just as I encourage my own kids and my own friends and my own community, to continue to be a disciple, read the scriptures, attend church faithfully, pursue options for growth. There are many of them here, including this podcast. And then when you've learned something, Share it. Be bold. Ask for the Lord to direct you and how to do it. You can you can do it simply. You don't have to 
set up a time to teach or a classroom setting, you can mm-hmm. do it in life. Just say, you know what the Lord has taught me today? Or you know what I read the Bible today that really encouraged me? Can I share it with you as well? Um, that is one way to do it through an encouragement that I think that anyone can can pursue and follow. Yeah, I love that because it makes it more realistic for all of us when we're not going to be uh, walking into a classroom setting, most of us. Correct. Uh, and saying, here, let me teach you, right? It's it's something more personal in the communication. And I know this isn't technically in the verse that I chose, but in 19, it, it's not talking about a classroom. He's, he's When he says, go, therefore, make disciples, that go verb tense is an as you're going hmm. tense. So as you're going about your life, as you're going in about your day to day make disciples, hmm. baptizing and teaching them to obey all I've commanded you. So I don't think Christ has a classroom in mind. I don't think he would have wanted the disciples to open up a, a school first and foremost. I think he wanted them to go and be a part of other people's lives and to use that as opportunities to share what they've learned. So John, it has been so good to have you on the podcast and thank you for pointing us to this last verse in the gospel according to Matthew. It really is a comfort and it's also a call. Like you said, it's a call for Mm -hmm. all of us to share what God is teaching us. I love that. John, could you close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Yeah, we'd love to. Thanks. And God, thank you that though you don't need us, that you invite us into your ministry. Thank you that you have called us as believers, as followers of you, as disciples of you to make disciples. It's an honor and a privilege. But I ask that you would help us to lean into that privilege, that you would uh, help us to see it not as a chore, or as a duty, but as a delight that we get to serve our God by sharing truth and love with others. I pray you would show us not just in these words, but by experience that you're with us, that we would feel your presence with us as we go about our days, and that you would empower us to teach others what you've commanded us so that we could all grow in our obedience to you and our worship of you. I pray that in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.